0: you're listening to In The Know, a collection of career development insights and leadership experiences from INSEAD, the business school for the world.
1: Hello and welcome. I'm Eva Laporte, part of the Student Life team from the Europe campus. And I'm Angela Rachel from the Asia campus. It's great to be hosting
0: for the first time together. Yes, it is. And what I'm really excited about today is about our episode, which is going to be all about the Master in Management Programme, or the MIM, as we like to call it here at INSEAD, particularly the experience of some of our MIM students.
1: The Master in Management, or MIM, is actually the newest addition to degree programs at INSEAD, with the very first cohort of 93 young men and women preparing their commencement ceremony this month already. These pioneering MIMs, have risen to the challenge of navigating the unknown and to pave the way for future MIM cohorts by setting a precedent of aimability and excellence which the entire INSEAD community has grown so fond of. So what does this journey look and feel like from a student's point of view? Not only regarding the academic challenges, but also from an extracurricular student life perspective. Definitely a big part of the adventure. This year's MIMS have faced the additional challenge of the pandemic but as you will hear from our guests despite the ever-changing conditions this group has managed to forge solid connections and have created an unforgettable experience so far for themselves and for all involved. Indeed despite the
0: challenging times it's definitely been a highlight for all of us at INSIA to have the first ever MIM class with us in the past year but who better to talk about the MIM journey than the students themselves. So, without further ado, we'd like to introduce our two special guests in this episode, who are also students from the Pioneer MIM class of 2021, Rag Sudha and Jeffrey Dong. Welcome to you both, and congratulations on completing the MIM program at INSEAD. Thank you so much, Eva and Angela. I'm super happy to be here with Jeff.
2: Likewise. Thank you for having us on the podcast.
0: Amazing. So, for starters, perhaps you could share a little bit about your background to our listeners, like where you're from, and maybe share a little bit also about your career aspirations. So,
3: my name is Ragh, and I was born in India and grew up in Singapore. Uh, I currently run a startup um, along with the MIM, and my aspirations in the future is to be an entrepreneur. And after the MIM, I will be working full time on uh, building my startup.
2: Hi, uh, my name is Jeff. Uh, I was born and raised in New Jersey, where I spent majority of my educational and professional years uh, before joining INSEAD. Uh, I come from a finance background where I spent one year in Hong Kong working for BASF, which is the world's largest chemical company, and then pursuing uh, or continuing my job at BASF in New Jersey for another year. Uh, Post-INSEAD, I plan to pursue a career in startups and venture capital. Uh, Right after commencement, I will be joining Golden Gate Ventures, which is an early-stage VC fund based
1: in Singapore. So how does it feel to be part of the pioneering class of MIMS at INSEAD?
3: It's honestly unbelievable. Um, And... Even right now, I, I can't believe this journey is coming to an end. It feels like just yesterday I got the acceptance letter and I was so excited. It definitely um, is very unprecedented. And in many ways, we've um, set the standards and blazed a new trail in the NCAD community. And that is super, super exciting. And I'm so honored to be part of this community.
2: For me personally, it was honestly quite exciting. Uh, to become a part of something new and setting the standard for future MIM students. Uh, so I have a deep interest for entrepreneurship, uh, and this program was in and of itself more like a startup. So it obviously it was very bumpy, um, and especially with COVID, uh, there were a lot of challenges along the way, but I love that we were able to form such a tightly knitted community amongst the students and faculty, and we were, we were able to persevere uh, throughout uh, the past 10 months. And honestly, we became, we became closer that way.
0: That's great. Amazing. So we're curious to know also, what was your main motivation for wanting to partake the MIM uh, program here at INSEAD? My main motivation was because I had a startup
3: and I wanted to learn more about business fundamentals. And I also wanted to get connected to a global network that would kickstart my career um, in entrepreneurship and um, all other paths in the future as well, I think. Um, I made that decision to go to business school because I wanted to have a firm grasp of the basics instead of um, experimenting in my startup and making mistakes. Um, Even though that's a very valuable way to learn, I felt it would really fast track my journey to get started in the MIM program. And of course, it being the inaugural cohort was just an added bonus. I knew that the value of this degree would only go up and being part of this pioneering cohort was an experience unlike anything else, and I knew it would not be something that would ever come again. So Mm -hmm. to me, it made no sense um, to defer my admission, and I was very, very excited to be part of this first cohort, despite all the circumstances and challenges.
2: My main motivations for partaking in the MIM program uh, could be divided into three parts. Uh, So one was the global mobility aspect. Uh, so even during COVID, uh, we were still able to travel uh, between France and Singapore, uh, which is something it's very rare, especially for any, any graduate school these days. Uh, so I really appreciated that aspect. Coming to Singapore was uh, a very incentivizing aspect for me to, to partake uh, in the NCAD program. Another was um, being able to foster this global mindset to partake in this global community that NCAD offers. Uh, so i previously worked in hong kong for a year and that totally changed my perspective on what i I wanted to do um, full time so i wanted to continue this experience of meeting different people from different backgrounds within our class we have over 20 nationalities um, Mm -hmm. and i really wanted to become uh, part of this community i also had a finance background coming in and i wanted to further develop my business and operations acumen Something I kind of lacked before coming into INSEAD. Uh, And the classes were super intense. I learned so much. Um, And having this growth mindset throughout the past 10 months, I feel like I've learned so much uh, within such a short span of time.
1: We're so glad you came. So, how did you prepare yourself beforehand? Like, what were the steps you took? And and do you have any advice or tips for future MIM students who are thinking about applying?
3: Um, Okay. So, I think. With regard to the admissions, of course, I did the logistical and administrative preparation necessary and also did a lot of preparation for the essays because I think they were unlike any other graduate program. And they really were quite personal. And these mini essays required quite a lot of thought. So I think for me, the main thing that I really thought about that I believe that future students should think about very carefully was my values and how that aligned with INSEADs, because I think that was what made the most compelling case for why INSEAD instead of any other business school, because my main story was I want to build my startup and grow it, so I want to learn business fundamentals, but why INSEAD specifically? And so in my essays, I spoke about how the INSEAD values, um, such as business as a force for good, really aligned and resounded with me, the global perspective it provided, and the Emphasis it places on diversity and inclusion was something that really resounded to me personally as a young brown woman. I think um, fostering this kind of environment is so crucial and critical. And INSEAD is a global business school. It's not seen as a French business school or a business school in Singapore. So that was what really set INSEAD apart for me. And I think I could have only come to that conclusion after thinking through what I stand for and how I would be a fit for this community?
2: I would say do some self-reflection before you come into the MIM program. Uh, I think given that INSEAD, uh is known for having their 10-month programs, uh, you should know that there's a lot that uh, you'll be exposed to once you enter. So uh, part of uh, my journey included making connections and building a, a network my own network within the ncf community and this is something i knew i wanted coming in uh, so i made sure that i reached out to different uh, people uh, that went through the mba program uh just to understand a bit more of what the NCAA experience was like what they got out of it and what uh, they recommended doing uh, and if there's anything there was a common theme that i realized it was that you have only 10 months to do so much like I said, prep for your career aspirations, study uh, and socialize make connections. It's hard to do all that uh, and pursue other projects as well which is what I ended up doing. So I would say be yourself and don't become someone you're not. Uh, I think when you get exposed to the inside experience you might get pulled in certain directions and I think it's important to know what you really wanted once uh, before you came in. And we hope to get out of this experience.
0: Those are really great tips and advice. I'm sure our listeners will um, find it really useful. So in all of this preparation, did you face any challenges? And if so, how did you overcome it? I think challenges with regard to preparation
3: or admission to INSEAD, it was in the year 2020, For me, I made that decision that I wanted to go to business school in late 2019. So when I was starting to look and um, gather information about deadlines, by that time in early 2020, COVID had hit. I would say by far the biggest challenge was the pandemic and especially the initial responses to the pandemic and the uncertainty due to the unprecedented circumstances posed quite a challenge when it came to the timeline of applications. Right now, I think it will be a bit easier after one year in the pandemic. I think there are some new measures and processes in place. But back then, it was really tough for me to pursue this application. But I think the biggest help was the NCIAD admissions team. When I reached out to them, they were so helpful and so approachable. They sat down and they spoke with me about my circumstances. And I think that's something that really struck me as well, um, how individualized and personalized the admissions team was. And they understood my situation um, being in Singapore and what, what the situation was like, especially because the pandemic was evolving in different rates and different countries. So I can't imagine how tough it must have been for them Ultimately, we were able to reach a conclusion, and I felt much better about my application. And that's definitely another thing that, in another aspect in which INSEAD really, really stood out to me.
2: I'll admit that uh, I didn't face similar challenges. Uh, If anything, I applied before COVID hit. So I applied back in late 2019, and I was uh, dead set on applying to INSEAD. Um, To be fully transparent, INSEAD was the only school I applied to. Uh, Because if I really wanted to immerse myself into a global community, I believe NSA was the only place I could do that. Um, And once I got the acceptance, uh, I believe it was November 2019, I, you know, I was kind of cruising at that point. Uh, When COVID did hit, uh, I honestly didn't think twice about deferring uh, my application or my my acceptance um, because I was dead set on this idea I had in my mind, which was pursuing startups and venture capital. So before then, I worked a corporate job, and personally, I, I wanted a shift. I knew that environment wasn't for me, uh, so I was ready to get out at that point and really commit myself to the NSEAD, um community. So I would do a lot of networking during this time, uh, reach out to different people that that uh, you know were in NCAAD or you know graduated ten years ago, uh, just to get their their take on the whole COVID post career uh, opportunities. Um, what does COVID really mean in terms of job prospects? Uh, so in terms of challenges, I would say it was mostly the uncertainty of what could come out of the, the NCI experience because it was very, fairly a new program or it is a new program. Uh, and job prospects was something people were stressing about even when we entered. Uh, so I think it's just being able to maintain this level of calm, calmness, uh, as we ride out during these times.
1: Great, thank you. Those are very helpful insights of two very different experiences. So now let's fast forward a little bit. You've been through admissions, you've been accepted, and now you're here. So can you tell us what does a typical day look like for you as a MIM student at INSEAD?
3: I think it's very, that's a very interesting question. And it's quite different depending on which campus you're at. So we spent half our program in Um, Fontainebleau and the other half in Singapore Uh, I'll speak about the Fontainebleau one because it was very new to me and I have been in Singapore I grew up here and I'll let Jeff speak about that for me in Fontainebleau the day started off with kind of getting ready um, for class doing my morning routine and I actually cycled across the little town to the campus and turned up for class Um, Of course, every week we have to do a COVID test. So that became uh, part of a routine as well, going for classes. And then after that, there are all these um, events happening. You could have um, seminars going on or webinars going on. Um, Sometimes you have things like Lebanese Week happening, and there are all these interesting things happening on campus. And after that, of course, meeting with friends, going to the cafeteria, looking at what kind of food they have today, And definitely towards the end of the day, trying to really rush all the deadlines and assignments that we have, um, I think the majority of us more or less lived at the INSEAD campus in Fontainebleau because just because of the sheer amount of work there was, but also because we really enjoyed each other's company and it's in such a small place, like that became our main point of like congregation. So I think that was what a typical day would look like for me in Fontainebleau.
1: Lovely.
2: I would say that the same could be said for Singapore as well. Um, At least for me, it was hard to really structure my days. So in a sense, there were no typical days uh, because courses would be scheduled at different times. Um, And with COVID, there'd be chances where you go online. So you gotta have to manage for that. Uh, In terms of pursuing extracurricular activities, uh, I was involved with The student council, so I was the career representative. So to me, there was no set time where I would dedicate, you know, a portion of my day to just doing this. For example, Uh, I would be very fluid and you know have conversations with the student body, with the CDC, so the Career Development Center. Uh, So that was one uh, club I did outside. Uh, Another, I worked on a few other projects on my own time. Uh, so being able to manage and multitask and make sure that you do everything uh, that you need to do uh, by the certain deadline was was definitely a challenge um, so it's hard to really say what a typical day looks like because one person might be really committed to doing extracurricular activities like me or another person might be really focused on making sure they excel in their academics or another person might be might really care about building relationships reaching out to alumni, uh, alumni. Uh, or just simply just socializing within uh, our class. So it depends on what you prioritize at the very end of the day, which is why I say uh, do some self-reflection before you go in, know what you want and uh, prioritize your days accordingly.
0: Sounds like you guys had your hands full throughout the main program, which means there must have been a lot of exciting and amazing moments while you've partaked in this uh, program. So what would you say was your most exciting moment about being in the main program? I think for sure,
3: um, the orientation week was very, very exciting. It was unlike any orientation I'd ever been to, mainly because um, I think the first half of the day, you meet people and you talk to each other and then you kind of suddenly get thrown into lectures. And I didn't expect that in the first week itself we'll be doing um, coursework. And we did, we did like a lot of lead seminars where we learned about the importance of kind of working in teams. We learned about um, workplace cultures. Um, and I think those things were so important because they laid the foundations for how we interact with each other um, throughout the program. But other than that, it wasn't even just like sitting in class all day, because after that, we would have um, end of the day events like barbecues or dinners, Um and they were organized by our very lovely, like, MIM admin. Another very exciting moment for me personally was um, reunification day, which was basically the day that we had, which marked um, everybody finally being together, uh, mainly because of COVID and visa issues. Some people were not able to join us um, early in the program. But in Singapore, we met up on the Singapore campus and we also did a, the reveal of the MIM board with all of our names on it. I think that was a very amazing moment for our cohort as a whole, because it's really when you reflect back on, like, how we started and what this means in, like, the context of the history of INSEAD. So those were just two out of many, many exciting moments for me.
2: I think uh, I agree with, I agree with rog. Um I guess in general, I really believe the first period, so P1, uh, as a whole was just uh an exhilarating time to be at INSEAD because that's the first time you were thrown in there and just you had to figure it out uh, amongst you know your peers or classmates so we were all stressed out for several things uh we were stressed out about academics uh because when we entered INSEAD uh they had to expedite the academic schedule for that period so it was a lot of intensive projects a lot of group work we had to do uh people were really um adamant about career progression so they really wanted to tell lund uh what they were doing uh, with the cdc making sure that everyone was uh, not missing any no one no one was missing any deadlines uh in terms of applications so you had two different stress factors uh on that front and then people wanted to get to know each other simply so uh, i think being on campus 24-7, as Rog mentioned, because of projects, you were able to also get to know each other better, so socialize in that sense. And we became closer that way because we were all stressing out and struggling together just to make ends meet uh, that first period. And although I'd say that was the most stressful time uh, during my experiences at NCED, it was also one of the most exciting moments because I really feel like I've uh, developed really strong friendships with these peers.
1: Oh, lovely. So you said you're obviously very, very busy, even saying that you're on campus 24-7. But you are young people, and I'm assuming that you did have some free time. So what I'm sure I'd like to know, and also our listeners, is like, what did you do in your free time in Fontainebleau, for example? And um, and how did that change when you went to Singapore? Right.
3: So I think, as Jeffrey mentioned earlier, there are really is no such thing as a typical day or what we typically do because of the sheer diversity um, in our cohort and um, the different things that people prioritize. So I can definitely share my experience and how I chose to spend my time. And I'm sure I can assure you it will be super different from how others chose to spend their time because ultimately it's a reflection of your priorities So for me, I was remotely running my startup in Fontainebleau. Um, My co-founder was doing the operational side in Singapore, but I was also doing um, online classes uh, because my startup is based in education. So for the students who wanted um, me to teach, I actually had to break up my day during the breaks um, of classes to do Zoom lessons online. And as Jeffrey mentioned, there are other people who, spend their time um, do, doing networking. I also did a fair share of that doing kind of virtual coffee chats and Zoom calls with people who were in industries I was interested in venturing into or simply to hear more about um, their startups or their life. Another thing that I also spent a bit of time on was um, a program called um, Entrepreneurs in Residence where you speak to entrepreneurs who are like specifically there to provide guidance and mentorship and I also took part in a few um, startup competitions, startup boot camps. So I did the IVC. Um, definitely quite a bit of time went into that, preparing pitch decks and slides on top of all the assignments that we have. And on my um, during my breaks, when I wanted to really chill out from all of these different things, personally, as an introvert, my favorite thing to do was to have a small picnic at the Chateau in Fontainebleau with my friends, or take a walk along the park. Um, And there's a forest, going hiking there was definitely something I really enjoyed doing. Um, In Singapore, it's such a different scene, such a different vibe. I think a lot of my friends are often seen at the beach because Singapore is like this island and it's also a very bustling cosmopolitan city. So um, my time in Singapore with my NCAD friends was spent um, looking for the next best um, hawker food, um, trying out different cuisines and going to kind of like the swimming pool to chill by the beach, things like that. So very, very different, but um, such an amazing like variety in this experience for me.
2: I think Ra covered most of the stuff I did as well, to be honest. Um, but a few things that I did differently, I worked on a newsletter during my time uh, in fonty and in Singapore, focused on startups and venture capital. And that's something I commit to on a weekly basis. Uh, I did a lot of networking as well, participated in the in Seattle adventure competition as well. Um, during my free time, I also like to socialize and hang out with uh, our classmates. So I did a lot of dinners at people's places. Uh, we did a lot of aperitivo, uh, so wine and cheese at their at their place. Or in Singapore, we would go to the bars when, uh, when things were open. Uh, so. The dynamic was definitely different in Fonte and Singapore. So in Fonte, a lot of just dinners uh, at people's flats. In Singapore, similar, but because the things were more open, restaurants were open, we were, we were able to dine in outside, which is very nice. Uh, I went on a lot of walks and hikes in the forest as well um, when I was in France. And during the break, I went to Paris uh, with a few of our classmates, which is very nice. Uh, something i did very differently this year i normally i'm normally home during christmas uh, but because of covid i didn't travel back to jersey so i went to my friend's place um n- in the netherlands so it was very nice to spend my my holidays uh in the netherlands i've never done that before so that's
1: so exciting nice.
0: yeah it's good to know that you still manage to do some traveling um and you know it's it's a pretty intensive program, but it sounds like you guys have had a very balanced lifestyle uh, of work and play. I heard that Ragh say earlier about the diverse uh, cultures as well, between, you know, FONTI, Singapore, INSEAD as well, you meet, you know, a diverse group of people. And uh, it's it's definitely a highlight at INSEAD to not only be able to experience the different cultures in each location, but also within INSEAD meeting different people. Um, speaking of which, how was it like to interact with the MBAs on each campus?
3: I think with COVID and um, the incidences of COVID cases on campus, it was harder to mingle and interact with MBAs. Um, we were told not to mix with them physically or um, to, to prevent like cross-contamination across cohorts. Um, but I think before we had a mixer during orientation with the MBAs, and I was able to kind of leverage that starting point to reach out to them um, either via LinkedIn or through their personal contact and um, speak to them virtually. Another thing that I also took part in was um, INSEAD clubs. And even though it was limited, um, limited face time, Wise, we did have a lot of talks and um, dialogues, fireside chats and discussions. And during those discussions, I met a lot of very, very interesting people. And a lot of the MBAs, when I speak to them, they tell me that um, I remind them of them, like they see themselves in me. Like, And I think that's the general sentiment, like MBAs see us as like a junior and they want to kind of impart whatever they've, whatever they've learned to us which is super heartening for me. And their experience comes in very handy as well. They tell me the things that they have learned um, in their careers, the mistakes they've made and their key takeaways. So my interactions with MBA has been very positive.
2: COVID definitely put a strain on physical conversations but I was able to communicate a lot with MBAs over Zoom. Uh, so, during my time in Singapore, I was able to partake in the NSEAD Student Impact Fund, uh, where it's mostly run by uh, NSEAD MBAs. It was a huge learning experience. Again, the NCAD network is truly powerful. Uh, and I do believe having these informal conversations is a great way to build uh, your, these relationships.
1: So up until now, we've been discussing your individual experiences. But as we've mentioned, one of the major components of studying at INSIAD is the global aspect. So perhaps you could share a little with us about your cohort and how this international global aspect affects the dynamics of the classroom.
3: Definitely. I think in every single period and um, every single class of INSEAD, we have had to do group work, and that has entailed um, a lot of interaction with um, our classmates and in our cohort. and. I've definitely learned a lot about how to be more assertive and um, how to communicate more. Another thing I've learned a lot about is the assumptions that we make when we communicate because we know the full picture of what we are trying to convey, but we often don't think about how it comes across to others who don't have this full picture. And a big, lessons, a big lesson I have learned um, is to over-communicate because as much as you think that you're doing such a good job communicating what you think is important, it is not obvious to others because they don't have the same perspective as you. So it's been really enriching and valuable to learn different modes of communication, to learn different ways in which uh, people work, their work style. How is that affected by their personality and how that impacts the dynamics of the group?
2: Just to mirror what Rock said, um, I truly agree. Um, being able to work with Uh, Different people coming from different backgrounds and nationalities uh, was a huge value add from coming to INSEAD. For example, I was the only American, and I believe I'm the yeah I'm the only American in the class. So for me to not kind of impose my own uh, perspective on things, uh, definitely it, it was a huge learning experience for me, and I think it was for anyone else as well. Everyone in the class comes from different places, so they have their own, as Rock mentioned, assumptions, their own perspective on certain things, on certain topics. And being able to work within uh, these, this environment, this global environment, really taught me how to think beyond myself uh, and think in consideration of those around me. So breaking down the cultural barriers, uh, improving my communication skills were some of the major added values of becoming part of this global community. Uh, and being able to do or work on team projects um, was definitely a large takeaway from the MIM program.
0: Sounds like a really enriching experience from what you've been saying. And um, I know Rag and Jeffrey, you guys said that there's no typical day in the life of at INSEAD. Uh, INSEAD. Um, but perhaps our listeners would like to know a little bit about the classroom experience in terms of like, I know now with the COVID and everything, you know, there's a mixed uh, hybrid form of like taking lectures um, via Zoom in person. Was there a good balance in that and how, would you say was your classroom experience during the MIM program? I would say
3: it was a good balance between Zoom and in-person teaching, especially when you compare it to other programs and how a lot of them became fully Zoom courses. Everything was online. I think the professors have shown so much resilience and adaptability when it comes to their teaching formats and creativity in keeping us engaged. A lot of the professors are very well versed with um, the online technology and they are also very aware that Zoom fatigue is a very real thing. And it's very considerate of them, I find so thoughtful when they say, I know like Zoom can be tough and they empathize with us and they provide us more breaks and um, many like mini breaks to kind of like rest our eyes or like take a stretch. And that was very valuable to me. I Never regretted my decision because the professors were really inclusive of the Zoomers, as we call them. And they really tried our best to, they tried their best to incorporate us into the classroom setting. Um, A typical class has a very diverse set of assessments and formats. Simulations definitely are a big part of NCIAD classes, um, as well as very interesting um, real-life situations. And I think even though in the practicals, we had to come up with solutions for real companies and apply our knowledge in that way. So all of that was very, very enriching for me.
2: I can't stress enough, but NCAD really went out of their way to cater to the needs and interests of its students. Uh, majority of universities went online uh, when ncad did their best to stay offline. So a subtle thing I appreciated uh, in the classroom were the name tags. It's a very subtle thing uh something we were given during orientation week um we were required to bring our name tags to class every day and it was always fascinating to see where everyone came from and it was another way of illustrating the diversity in our class and the faculty themselves uh, were exceptional uh, every professor had their own to- uh, tone and style style of teaching yet they all kept the conversation lecture, engaging amongst the student body, which is something I really appreciated.
1: How did you organize your workload and and the studying? Did you study more in groups or were you studying more as individuals or was it 50-50? How did you organize yourselves?
3: I think definitely we would say more in groups. However, like you cannot do your work in isolation. So that's a very big difference. And you still have to communicate and collaborate And your work must fit in with the group's work um, eventually. In terms of how do we organize our workload? It's such a funny question. I don't think we did. (laughs) At INSEAD, every week is like, okay, what do we have due today? And if anything, that really, really taught me how to stay on my toes. How do I navigate um, an environment that's very high stimulus? And how do you still cope with all of that?
2: Following up with that, um, I believe it's very hard to organize your days and your workload, as Rog mentioned, uh, because every day is different. Uh, and in a way, it's beautiful chaos. Like every day you get hit with new challenges and you become excited, yet you become stressed yet excited to to learn or to understand how to overcome uh, said challenge. So a few things that I, learned personally from having you know a lot of workload come my way is learning how to time manage so manage my time learning how to set and manage expectations within yourself and amongst your peers and understanding your strengths and weaknesses
3: i think just to add on to what jeff said i think it's such a good point about different people having different strengths and weaknesses another side of the same point is trust in your group members that if they know better, they are going to do what's best for the team. You cannot micromanage at INSEAD because it's just physically not possible to do everything of a group project. And so you really have to have that trust in your group members that if you're outsourcing this work to them, that they will get it done. And because you will, you may not have the time to go over it and do it again. Really useful stuff.
1: Great. So how would you describe the INSEAD MIM culture?
3: Wow, that's, Such an interesting question. I think the MIM culture is one that is that of friendship. I think what uh, Jeff mentioned before, uh, I do feel that that our batch is particularly close because of the adversities that we've faced together. Um, You kind of like bond over your troubles and the problems. And I think as a batch, we've gone through a lot. Uh, We always say that the INSEAD time zone is insane like one week in insead is like one year outside so much is happening all the time and i believe that because we went through all these things together i feel like even now like in a few years time i can still reach out to any one of the mim um, classmates and reach out to them and talk to them and say hey do you want to catch up if i'm in a particular country like i do see myself being able to do that simply because we are kind of united under the this MIM symbol of culture. And I think that is very different and unique because with the MBAs, like it's such a big cohort because we are such a small cohort. I've definitely managed to feel like I know 90% or 95% of the people quite well, you know, like I am able to, I'll be happy to hang out with them, things like that. So that's, that's something quite rare for me as like an introvert. And usually I have like, five or six people and I stick to them, but I think the open and welcoming culture has really done a lot for me. So I'm super grateful to be part of this batch.
2: I agree everything with what Rog said. Uh, I think the MIM culture is full of resilience, uh, adversity, and diversity. So in diversity, not just you know, nationality or background, but nas- diversity in thoughts and opinions um I've learned to think beyond myself and really understand people and be empathetic uh so not just sympathy but empathy was something I've, I've truly learned uh being here uh in in India but that being said I think the future cohorts uh have more or they have something to look forward to that we didn't which was uh, being able to first of all travel a bit more so I think once you're really outside uh, you're not just within the confines of your homes. You're able to explore a bit more, understand each other's interests outside of you know the common adversity mm-hmm. that we faced. So I do think that's something uh, that future MIMS are going to experience. And I really hope that they're able to appreciate um, this tightly knitted community that uh, we formed or that we pioneered. Yep.
0: We definitely have our uh, fingers and toes crossed that this whole COVID situation improves and traveling um, becomes normal again. So now that you're reaching the end of your MIM program at INSEAD and sort of um, a retrospective look at things, if you were to go back in time and do things differently in the MIM program, is there anything you would change?
2: Yes. Um, I believe one thing that, looking back, one thing I would change would be to actually take on less commitments, if anything. Um, Because I think there was one point where I definitely overstretched myself, uh, decided to take on, uh, you know, four projects at once while networking, while being dedicated to my academics, um, while socializing. Like I said, you really need to be focused, know what you want going in and don't steer too far away from that unless you had this epiphany. Uh, this whole change of plans while you're at NCN, which is 100% possible, um, but just understand why you make certain decisions and just be grounded.
3: That's a super good answer, Jeff. I think um, I've been reflecting on this and strangely enough, my answer is a bit different. I mean, of course it will be uh, because we've had different experiences. I think for me, if I were to go back and do it all over again, I would leave some spaces and times open for serendipity. Um, and I say this because I think by nature, I'm quite a planned person and I need to organize things and I want things to be quite certain. And given um, the way INSEAD is structured and, and the the volume of things that we have to do, um, often what I did was time blocking where I basically kind of like put out on my calendar, how much time I'll spend doing each, each thing. And A lot of it was, I was quite focused on what I wanted and being at INSEAD, um, it is really a serendipity vehicle. And what I mean by that is that it opens up um, chances for spontaneous encounters. And I think it has happened to me and it's been such a value add when you're just at the right place at the right time, you're just hanging out and then you end up having a very interesting conversation with somebody because they happen to be there. So I think because INSEAD is such an interesting place with so many things happening at once, um, it can be very valuable to leave some time aside for spontaneous encounters because you never know where it will take you. Great.
1: Well, you've been fabulous guests. Lots of really helpful information for any future MIM student looking to apply to INSEAD. And we're both so thrilled that you've had such an enriching experience despite the current situation everywhere. So now yep. it comes time for the last question. So if you had to summarize your experience at INSEAD in three words, what would it be?
3: It would definitely be enriching, diverse, and inclusive.
2: Great. Right. Yeah, so I guess two words and a one word. Okay, so beautiful chaos and maturity. Um, I really feel like, and not just me personally, I feel like a lot of people within the class have uh, grown. Uh, if you were to look at people from uh, the beginning of the program to where they are now, I wouldn't, I wouldn't even recognize the majority of the class. I think a lot of people really matured emotionally speaking. Uh, which was something um, that was eye-opening.
0: That's perfect. Thanks for sharing all of that. I think we've reached the pinnacle of our episode. And again, thank you both for sharing so much. It's it's always so helpful to hear from the student's perspective. And uh, we want to wish you both the very best in your future. Thank you so, thank nice. you so much.
2: <laughs> thank you for listening to this episode of In The Know. If you want to know more about today's career development and leadership topics, head online to www.inthenow.insead.edu forward podcast. To discover more about any of Insiad's degree programs, head to www.insead.edu.